And I'm so sorry to say, because I have people saying, Renette, our government would never do this. Our government would never. And I'm like, you're right. Your government, the government that's in your mind, the government that you believe exists would never do this. They have no idea. It's like, it's a criminal syndicate now, right? It's, 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 they've only allowed the criminally minded to work its way up and to represent us. So you have to, you have to understand that the government you believe that exists, the government that the school system sold you on, the media sold you on, the government itself sold you on does not exist. It's a criminal syndicate that is trying to corral, reduce our population, control, surveil us, and put us into open air prisons, essentially. If you've been paying attention, you know the global economy is transforming. The BRICS nations want to see the end of the dollar reserve currency, and many countries are joining their effort. The Western banking system is the most fragile it's been since 2008. The highly respected Weiss Research Group accurately provided advance warning on which banks are gonna fail with 99.3% accuracy after the 2008 crisis. They are now predicting that a whopping 4,243 banks are vulnerable to failure and 1,210 of those banks face imminent failure. When this situation comes to pass, it will dwarf the 2008 banking crisis. The only asset that has historically weathered a storm this severe has been precious metals. It has never been a better time to buy gold and silver to protect your family. Contact Miles Franklin at info at milesfranklin.com. Tell them Sarah sent me and you will get the best service and the best prices on gold and silver in the country. That is a guarantee from them to me. Remember, info at milesfranklin.com. Tell them Sarah sent me. Do this now to protect your assets and the ones you love. So you think we just need to wait this out and we're winning. We just need to wait it out. The power is us. It's growing. But we need to build new and be ready for this, right? Because they part of their reset is knowing that this is going to collapse and they're ready to do their thing when it collapses. That's what they I already do their thing. They are absolutely ready to do their thing. And so you're almost better off to, to make it happen. So um, I think they have a lot of things in place. I don't think they have everything in place. They have a lot in place. It's it's hard to have it all covered. It's a huge, it's a huge, you know, a surface area to cover in a lot of populations. So, so the faster we can wake up, the faster we can move, the sloppier they get. Not that I don't think, I think there's going to be a lot of death and mayhem. I think people are going to be shocked what's going to happen. I think Russia and China are on our borders, ready to come on in anytime. They've just been trying to weaken us, break us. You know, when you lose communications, you lose the power grid. I mean, you lose those things and, oh Lord, you know, it's like, just, you know, hold on. And so that's what our can enemy. I mean, the BRICS is, some people are advertising that BRICS is good. I'm like, I don't think so. I mean, I, this is. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just another set of evil. I mean, they're all, they're all jockeying for position. I mean, they're that's all, what I see. Yes. They're not here to be benevolent. They're here to take control of the planet. So probably <laughs> against another evil, it's, you know, and, and not that I, I mean, I don't like NATO. Trust me. I don't, I'm mean, horrific, but I certainly don't trust BRICS either. I mean, look who's running it for God's sake. So we want our, the, we want our country back. We want our freedom, our country and the strength we can hand by having the strength we could be by just being what we are would be enough. Yeah. 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 I, w- I want a, a country run by its people, right? I want real representative government. I want a republic. And and, and our constitution was eviscerated long ago. It, we've been rogue for a long time. That's why we feel like we don't have representation is because we don't. Um, you know, it, it, big money's completely infiltrated the, the, our government. Um, and because of that, it's weakened us, right? Our military's been That's hijacked. Right. Not that there aren't great military 
people. There are, they're great servicemen and women, but as a whole, it's been hijacked. And, um, you know, so my hope is that we can wake up quick enough so that the plan does not continue forward, which is to weaken us so much that A, we don't have a military and B, we're not ready for what's coming at us. And and again, I said, people are like, what can I do right now? I'm like, you have to be ready for hard times. You have to just, you, it's like, you know, the plane going down and putting the, in the, the oxygen mask on your face. You have to be ready to do that as much as possible. And don't do it alone. Like, don't think you're going to hold up and have your own little homestead and take care of yourself. Even 150, 200 years ago, you still had to be somewhat dependent upon the system outside of you and the, the friends and the neighbors outside of your, your land. So build the community, hold potlucks. I tell people, hold regular potlucks. We've been doing it for three years now on every Monday. We've got our people. We're there for each other. We have our own VHS radios, you know, two-way radios, and we have our own channel, for God's sake, so we can talk to each other. We we have game plans. We know each other. We know who has what skill sets. And, um, and so don't try to go it alone. And people say, well, I don't know where to start. Well, just find some people that you resonate with and say, come on over every Monday night, come over every Sunday night, start a potluck and build it that way. And that way you expand quickly, you expand your skill sets and your knowledge base and, and your, your, your safety net. So the good thing is, is that everything that I see that will help us is about decentralizing everything around us. Everything again from our energy grid to our food network to even you know our own local industries and regional industries and so on. So it's in our hands, and the sooner that we realize that, then the sooner we start building up our local economies and in industries, the better off we're going to be. But also for right now, I would really encourage people. Uh, Deborah Tavares from StopTheCrime.net, you know what we've seen with Lahaina, what we're seeing right now in Northern California, Washington, Canada. These are attacks. These are not forest fires. These are attacks. So what we're recommending right now is for you to get your group of friends. And when you know there's going to be an incoming high wind event that you actually have to have people who are going to stay awake throughout the night, you have everyone's phone numbers. So you have like a phone tree or you have your, your, your VHS or your VHS, your VF, uh, H, uh, no, gosh, what is it? Your radios, your two-way radios. Satellite. HF radios and and uh, and you're communicating with people. So if a fire goes off that you wake people up in the middle of the night, it's like that kind of thing right now. We're where fires are sparking off everywhere and obliterating areas and communities. And, and this is 100% by design. So right now we are in a war and, and you can't sleep at nighttime during high wind storm events and not think that you're not going to be struck at this time. So what we're putting into play is, you know, like on our Monday night dinners is saying, okay, guys, when we have a high wind event or if a wind kicks up, what's the plan? How do we execute? You know, who's going to have their cup of coffee, you know, throughout the night and watch, you know, we have, we actually have cameras, you know, that we can actually see uh, throughout the forest here. So we can kind of pay attention to that. We also have on our VHS uh, or VHF radios, if you want to say video uh, we have all, all the different channels of the fire departments and the police so we can hear what's going on. And we have to be the ears and the eyes for our small little group so that if we only have 15 minutes to get out of an area, we can get out. And you have your, your go bag ready. We're there now. That's where we are. It's that kind of game. It's that kind of level. And um, it's- Well, let me ask you, because it's not everywhere. It's does this kind of weather no, warfare no. and the fires. And I mean, I know that the, the, their game is everywhere. I mean, look at COVID is everywhere. But I mean, as far as what you're talking about with fire and do weapons and stuff, do you think that the 15 minute city was there, that's where they're targeting those, I think there's 15 of them. 
Do you think yeah, the 15 minute cities? You're saying 15 minute cities. Yeah, it's um it's like me saying VHS. <laughs> yeah, 15 minute cities. Uh yeah, yeah. they're do you think that's their those are the cities that go ahead. Essentially trying to get us out of the rural areas because we're harder to control, we're harder to corral, yeah. right? And people out in the, the country in the rural areas are much more independent-minded and and also can sustain themselves, right? They have chickens and they grow their own food and they have networks. And, and so the objective is to just clear us out. I and mean, you do look at the United Nations, you know, 2030 agenda. They do have, you know, these kind of like uh, where they have the wildlife areas where they just want, they don't want people to be at all. They want us cleared out altogether. And that's to corral us into these cities where they have massive 5G and massive cameras and surveillance and so on. And, and that's definitely the agenda. So they're using fire. They're using train derailments, right? They're using, they're using burning weird chemicals and smoking people out for God's sake. So it's not even... So even when I'm talking about, okay, you got fire danger, uh, it might be actually, you know, you're in Ohio, right? And you guys are networked enough where if you see a train derailment going on, that if you're the one who becomes, you know, attuned to that right away, you contact all of your people in your phone tree to say, hey, do you know there's a chemical spill? Pay attention. Are you downwind? I mean, we're at war. They use fire. They use train derailments. They use chemicals. They use mother nature to 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 push people out of certain areas that's what you do during a time of war and that's what we're in and people have a really you, hard time wrapping their their minds around that but I'm like, think you know. so. well that's why i asked you about the 15 minute cities do you think that they're going to corral those are the areas that you need to be worried about right now that's kind of the next target because well, the, 15 minute the city, targets that we've seen so far are I mean, being in California and being right there, you feel like it's everywhere. But in, in we're kind of a big country, and they really are only targeting a small percentage of the areas in that way. You yeah. see it ratcheting up and being, that's yeah. why I say the 15-minute cities, they're starting to ratchet up. Oh, yeah. Just look at a fire map. Look at a fire map. Look at a fire map of the whole entire planet. Look at a fire map of of, of Canada, Washington. Northern California. I mean, just look at a fire map. And, you know, and part of the reason why is, and that's why I have a lawsuit to try to stop geoengineering. If you go to Save Our Skies, you know, dot or you'll see where we're trying to start, you know, chip away at, at all the spraying that's going on because it's all this heavy metals and aluminum that's that, you know, is is you can't put the fires out. So we're we're just coated in these heavy metals. We're coated in the aluminum. The trees have uptake take the, the heavy metals and the aluminum where they're not absorbing water any longer. So they're, they're explosive as well. And that's why you can't put out these forest fires. So it's the, the, the pump is primed and now they're just striking. Everywhere. Well, I know that in the twin cities, the California are the Canadian fires, which I think we're all started that I've never seen, you know, people, people, uh, I, I, I just guess I've never seen that kind of smog in our area in my entire life. And people are seeing that all across the upper part of the United States. So even if you're not affected by what you're talking about, what California and fires, Maui, you, you are affected because you're seeing that smog that you've never seen. In well, and reports of it being like sulfur, like chemical, like plastics. So it's like, are they spraying additional stuff out there? Are they adding additional things to the smoke to poison you to create cancer clusters i mean again you guys government more than anything out there has genocided more people than anything any tribe any people any really government government and, do you and i'm so sorry to say because i have people saying we're not our government would never do this our government would never. And i'm like you're right your government the government that's in your mind 
the government that you believe exists would never do this. Well, but the but local people might, the local exist. government, the local government, exist. the people that you're talking to probably don't even know that this is going on. No, they have no idea. It's like, it's a criminal syndicate now, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's, it's, they've only allowed the criminally minded to work its way up and to represent us. So you have to, you have to understand that the government you believe that exists, the government that the school system sold you on, the media sold you on, the government itself sold you on does not exist. It's a criminal syndicate that is trying to corral, reduce our population, control, surveil us, and put us into open air prisons, essentially, because it's just easier. <laughs> and, and so you have to understand that if you keep thinking our government would never do this, that's the first thing you have to stop saying is it's not a government. Right. It's 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 a criminal syndicate that is given cover by the media, by your own your own local government, right? by your radio stations, your news stations, your your media and, and, and press and so on. And they're giving them cover to continue this. And again, unless you go to these events firsthand to see them as they're happening or soon after, you will never, ever, ever know the story. And once you go there, I guarantee you go one time, you're going to come out of there with your tail between your legs going, what the hell was that? What did I just see? Right. That's true. I think so. So do you think that they'll reach their depopulation? They want to reduce us to 500 million or whatever. And by 2025. Rest, yeah. But in the, by, by 2025? Yeah. They, they want to have most of it, us reduced down to like, you know, a few hundred million. Yeah. Or, you know, 500 million. And do you think they will collapse on themselves before they get to that point? And how much do you think they'll, how far do you think they'll get to that point? I think that we're going to see, no matter what, a massive depopulation. Already because of the shots. Yeah. Um, uh, because of alcoholism and drug addiction and just people giving up hopelessness. And um, because of what they're doing, this kind of fires and infernos and earthquakes and hurricanes and floods. I mean, it's like it's, they're just like throwing everything at us, including the kitchen sink right now. So I think there's going to be a massive depopulation. And because of that as well, and we've already seen this, that means our economies are going to completely sputter and fail because you don't have the workforce to keep it going. Right. You're going to have massive supply chain interruptions. It's already happening. So, and um, so again, I go back to, you've got to prepare for hard times. You've got to prepare for the supply chain, food chain interruptions and so on. I mean, look at how many, how many, <laughs> how many distribution centers have gone up in smoke, how many grain silos, how many trains full of, you know, sugar have gone off their tracks. I mean, again, this is, this is, this is what you see in a war every single time. So they're trying to decimate the food supply. That's what you do during a time of wars. You starve people out. All of this is in play right now. So I, I think we're going to win because evil always has a seed of self-destruction within it, right? It does. It just eats itself alive. It eats, it's like a snake. It just eats its own tail. It and, destroys uh, everything. And so it doesn't know when to stop to support itself. It just itself. can't stop. It just wants more. It wants more. I mean, it'll throw its own children under the bus, for God's sake. I mean, it has. Yeah. It does devour yeah. children. I mean, that's what it does. And so so again, our our job is to get to the finish line before they do. And to get to the finish line as fast as possible. So the more people wake up and pay attention to this and, and, and prepare for it and not get annihilated, you know, the more people we have rebuilding, you know, a new world. So rebuilding and keeping them from doing it because the people in the system who are realizing can keep it from happening at multiple yeah. levels. There's a lot of people within the system who are going to have to have um, 
you know, a real come to Jesus conversation with themselves, you know, and I think at some point they have to realize that uh, they think, well, I'm, you know, I had to do this because I'm almost ready to retire or, you know, I have a 401k or I, you know, I need my, my, my health insurance. And I'm like, all that's already essentially gone. I mean, you might get a few more months of health insurance, but, you know, first of all, it's not health care, it's death care. It's all to a faster, quicker death, for God's sake. And the hospitals are essentially a modern day gas chamber. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I personally know who've gone into hospitals or have received Western medicine and it's killed them more than anything else. So don't get me going on that. So the sooner you take your health into your hands and eat well and exercise and think good thoughts and 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 laugh and and you know and 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 um connect with humanity, the better off you're going to be, the more robust your health is going to be. Don't put it into the hands of the healthcare system. So for those who are still dependent upon a system they think is going to get them into retirement and into their golden years, it's already gone. It's toast, it's a ghost, right? It's a specter already. So where can people follow you so they can learn what you know, people are looking for answers they're trying to figure things out where can they follow you you always have different interesting things like i said your stories on being on the front lines of these catastrophes were really good and you have a lot more that you offer to people where can they follow you? Best place to find me would be uh at my substack so it's called Renette Senums foghorn express renette senham's foghorn express dot substack.com and uh and i do two to three articles or interviews a week um and i also you know communicate a lot with people in the comments and things like that and then i'm going to be starting on substack doing um weekly little kind of live you know conversations with people like you know something like this where they can actually ask questions and so on so it's even more intimate and, and personable so yeah renette senham's and so it's R-E-I-N-E-T-T-E-S-E-N-U-M-S, foghornexpress.substack.com. So um, that's the best place. And and and, and I'm, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I do stories, but I haven't really been uh, very good with keeping up my social media because it's just too much. So, But it's through Substack that's the best. And you can subscribe for $5 a month. That's great. Fantastic. But if not, I still make my stuff free and available because I think it's really important to get out to people. And, um, and that's by far the, the best place. And also, if you want to, uh, we do have a geoengineering lawsuit we're ramping up. So if you go to saveourskies.org, uh, we're going after a, a, a startup company called Make Sunsets that was banned out of Mexico because um, we were being sprayed. Actually, even our commercial airlines are spraying us. It's in the, it's just it's in the jet fuel, tons of heavy metals. We need to clean that up, but it's been weaponized to be used against us. There's also geoengineering programs have been going on for decades. Um, and you know, we, there's a report on uh, NOAA and the Department of Commerce that they have to report every year and quarterly reports of what the what kind of weather modification programs are doing. So we're we're I've got an incredible legal team around the country that's ramping up to start um, chipping away at this and and right now stop this wild west over our over our heads because there's absolutely no laws, no policy to protect us. You can spray anything you want, essentially. Anybody can, and we've, it's got to stop because they can even spray us with mRNA vaccinations, and it's perf- perfectly legal. So, um, so go well, to how save are you our funding. This, I mean, do you have, are they as a, attorneys or pro bono? What are you doing to keep that going? Say that again, a little louder. How are you funding that? I mean, are, oh, are well, you? 
So what I did was on April 18th, I launched a give, send, go campaign called Stop U.S. Jew Engineering Legal Fund. And the objective was to raise about $50,000 to do a preliminary legal research. And so we raised almost $50,000. I threw in a little bit of my own money. And so I hired a really good team, a woman named Dina Pollard-Sachs, who's a former constitutional attorney and lawyer. Um, she's great, a tort expert and so on. And she brought in some other really wonderful people. So we've got this, some of the best evidentiary, environmental, tort, uh, uh, constitutional attorneys. And so we use those funds to pay for the first leg. Now we've got to raise a lot more money. It's, and what we did is we, I, we're doing legal research to basically identify what, where, who do we go after, right? We have all these different levels of perpetrators, all the way to NATO, to the military, to the US government, to corporations, to the fossil fuel industry. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. To corporations, uh, universities, research organizations. I mean, you, you, there's, there's a plethora of criminals to go after. And so we realized that out the gate, we can't go after the biggest perpetrators because they've got the deepest pockets. And we can't go after and, and, and fight science against science because again, the litigation and the discovery would be extraordinary. We're talking tens of millions of dollars. So we're kind of going after um, the lower hanging fruit and that's make sunsets. And the reason why is they actually filled out a, a document with NOAA, the National Oceanic and, and Atmospheric Administration and the Department of Commerce, which is required. If you do any kind of weather modification, geoengineering projects, you are required by law to report into them. And, and they don't say yes or no, you just tell them this is what we're doing. So make sunsets we got banned last year out of mexico and we got banned because they're putting up all these you know weather balloons with sulfur and proprietary compounds golly knows what's in them and the mexican government said we didn't give you permission we didn't know you're doing this and stop so they're doing out of baja california and it was going over mexico so they got banned but then here they are in you know outside of reno nevada not far from where i am and they're putting up these balloons and they're modifying the weather for carbon credits so, so I mean, the carbon credits, they're, who's paying them and incenting them to do this? So they have a company saying, hey, if you pay us, we'll put up these balloons. And what we're going to do is we're going to dim the sun. So the more money you give us, the That's more we dim the sun. That's what they wanted to do. And, they're, they, and when they fill out this, this form, by the way, it's a simple one-page form. It looks like something you fill out of, you know, in, in high school, right? And it's like, oh, we're going to be doing this for the next 200 years. It's for 200 years. And, uh, and and there's no vetting. It's like, was there an environmental impact statement, right? Who's I mean, have you done that? an environmental impact statement to see is this going to affect us? No, don't need to, don't have to. We're like, wait a second. So who's that's what we're going But who's hmm? paying them? Who's they, paying they, them? They, just, well, they, they're, they're, startup, they're a startup corporation and they have a lot of silicon money behind them. And they have actually people who pay them for like carbon credits. So they have people donate money, companies donate for their carbon credits. And they go out there and they release these balloons with sulfur and also oh, and co companies get credit for donating to them, and then that helps them have a better credit rating, carbon credit, so they can just keep doing their crap. That they yeah, do. and we trade with all it's this a, stuff. It's a game. Stuff. You pay us that you pay and help them go. You get carbon credits, so we'll just leave you alone. And the irony is, is that in the seventies we had commercial aircrafts like seventy thousand a day. In the 90s, you had like 95,000 aircrafts, commercial aircrafts a day. Now, at any given moment, we have at least 100,000 flights at any given moment. 
Now, there are geoengineering projects that are just purely geoengineering projects from drones at 50, 60,000 feet to small little Cessnas spraying to corporations, research companies, and so on, the military, all variety of different geoengineering projects. Um, but what we don't realize is that these commercial flights, and I, and, I, and I said, well, why are the heavy metals? Why is aluminum, barium, strontium, cobalt, you know, lead, copper, all these things are, I'm like, why are they putting this stuff in the jet fuel? And I come to find out from Jim Lee of Climate View, he says, Renette, they're not putting it into the jet fuel. They're just not taking it out. They're not refining it. And what they're doing is they've weaponized it. What they do is when these aircrafts take off, take off the pilots are taken off. But once they hit altitude, they let go. And a supercomputer, one supercomputer, flies 100,000 flights at the same time. And they take all those commercial aircrafts and they grid them out specifically to get a certain weather modification outcome. God, these people are insane. We have total they're in insane. They're insane. So, so while we would like to go after, you know, the uh, the the you know the the um, airlines, we like to go after the and, and NATO is why. By the way, NATO is the one that sets this. So it's called JP8. It is a single-use fuel, and this fuel is so dirty, and it's just it's just cheaper and easier to refine, right? Instead of spending all this money to take out all the heavy metals keep it in there and then they actually use it against us but it's it's for black hawk helicopters it's for you know military tanks it's for you know military you know airplanes and so on and jets and so it's a one use fuel but it's extraordinarily dirty and they're using it against us so we could go after nato we can go after the airline industry but that's going to cost tens of millions of dollars so we've got to start with a smaller guy but what's important is it's a small little guy but it sets a precedent Okay, so you have hundreds. I mean, if you go onto NOAA under weather modification programs, you will see hundreds and hundreds of annual reports of, of, of power companies who are making it rain so they can get more hydroelectricity, right? Or they have companies who, if you pay them $100,000, they'll make sure it doesn't rain the day of your outdoor wedding. And these are people who can do whatever <laughs> they need. They I just can totally see that. For the very, it's, it's, very wealthy, they're doing stuff like that. Oh, oh, yeah. So, and it's a wild west. There's no policy of protection. There's no environmental impact statements. Not. It's a wild well, west. Main, mainstream media and the regular people act like this doesn't exist. They'll tell you it doesn't exist. Meanwhile, there's a whole economy, a whole business economy around it. And we've had weather modification lawsuits since the 50s. I mean, there's been lawsuits throughout the years, right? But never like this. Not against you've got to do environmental impact statements. You can't just go out there and do it. You this is federally required. And so so we've got that going. And we're going after a smaller guy because they're just so arrogant and 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 oh irresponsible. They're not even geoengineers, they're not climatologists, they're not environmentalists, they're they're from San Francisco and they're from like kind of like the Silicon Valley startup world. And they're spraying over all our heads and not even, we, there's no, there's no notification. There's no public notice. There's no public input. There's nothing. There's no science backing this up. They, and they the don't irony, care as long as they make money. I mean, they just don't care. No, they don't. And the thing, the irony is, is that we're talking about, we're doing this, we're solar dimming to, to save ourselves from climate change. Like you don't understand the commercial aircrafts. The military aircrafts, the the big ships, those those huge cargo ships that ever since we exported all of our um, all of our industry out of America, and now we send our stuff to China to be shipped back as products. There's these massive cargo ships that are the size of cities with huge smokestacks that are even worse than the the planes. They're spewing out this bunker fuel that's extraordinarily dirty, has soot, 
has heavy metals. And so that's being coated and dimming over the oceans and then coming over America. And they're manipulating all those heavy metals to be used against us. So this is a monster. So what we're doing though, is we're setting a precedent with make sunsets by saying, no, you see all these programs going on that they're having to report to NOAA. They're having to report to the Department of Commerce. An environmental impact statement is absolutely required in every single one of them. Public notification, public comment, absolutely required by law. Why nobody's ever done this? Why none of the geoengineering big organizations out there who are saying, oh, we're, we're going to go out there and save you haven't done this? I don't know. They're probably, they're probably controlled op is what my determination is at this point in time. But what we do is once we set the precedent for this one corporation, this one startup, it applies to everybody else. Wow. Okay. So people need to follow you. They can figure out more stuff on that by going to your Substack as well. I mean, you're always posting about. Yeah. So saveourskies.org, Substack. Uh, when you go to Save Our Skies, you'll say donate. It'll go to our Give, Send, Go, and you can donate there. And 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 that's huge. And so we're we're done with our second phase right now. We had to take a two week break. Um, because I'm being I'm being sued by a doctor, Dr. Simone Gold for America Frontline Doctors for reporting on her criminality. They're trying to sue me and other folks for $15 million. So I'd have my my team actually take that on, do a um do a, a filing uh to basically throw it out of court because they're just literally weaponizing the court system to shut us down and to censor us. And so we've done a, basically it's a, you know, we're trying to have it dismissed, which I know it will be. So I had to take my team for the last two weeks, apply their work towards stopping that insane lawsuit. And now we're going back to the Save Our Skies and, and the lawsuit we've been working on for the last few months. So, um, I mean, it's going well. It's it's behemoth. It's huge. I don't think people, and, and I, you know, I don't have money. I don't have deep pockets. So for me to kind of take this on, um, you know, and just say, look, I'll just start raising the money. I'll do whatever it takes. And the law firm is doing, uh, and this is Dina pollard Sachs and some other folks who are doing everything that they can to keep the cost down as much as possible. And, and they're dedicated. They're very dedicated to this because now that they know about it, they had no idea. They had, when I explained this to them, they didn't even know what geoengineering was. They had no weather modification, never heard of it. They didn't well, know. It's, it's hard to find attorneys that care. I mean, honestly. So the fact that this you is have terrible. good ones. And, the, and we've got, and, and Sarah, you've got some of the best attorneys. Well, and that's hard because a lot of attorneys, it's like, well, it's affecting you and your family too. Why don't you care? They just Well, a lot of the attorneys I've come to find out are actually, some of them are really bad attorneys. Just They went to bad law schools. And a lot of them are actually there as fronts to really lose cases so that, again, the corporate perpetrators can continue to perpetrate. That's what it them. feels like. You know, it's like, no, no, there thing? are shell law firms out there, big time, and they'll have some wins here and wins there. So, you know, so it looks good, but really, their objective is to make sure we never ever really win. It is just, I think you're right, though. Evil eats itself. They're crumbling. Good wins because it can't. It, because that doesn't eat itself. That grows. Love grows. It grows. It grows. it grows. Trust grows. Truth Life, grows. It grows. Love, right? It, it grows, and and this is this is and again, I tell people, you know, you guys, this is this to me from you know, I'm not I'm I've been a very spiritual person. I've never been religious, but I'm like this is Babylonian. This is demonic. This is satanic. This is a six thousand year long war, and we're just finally seeing it raise its head. And we're like, whoa, where did this come from? It's been going on for a long, long, long time. And now we're, we're we're able to see it. And so we have to grapple with that. And some people 
cannot and will not ever be able to grapple with it. They're well, just ignorance going- is bliss, but if you're going to stay ignorant, it's going to kill you and your family. You better freaking wake up. It won't be bliss for long. I mean, ignorance is bliss until the poop hits the fan and then all of a sudden it gets ugly. And so That's you oh, dying and your family dying is the poop. Yeah, it's, it's an awful way to go. And so yeah. you know, it's bliss until things go haywire. And, you know, and I say, folks, I look at even, even if you're not prepared, even if you don't have like water or food, but if you just mentally, emotionally, spiritually know this is coming and you're ready for that shock wave, you'll be better off than most Americans. And, um, you what's know, the time so frame? I, hmm? what's the time frame? I, well, I, I think by 2025, it's the whole nation's going to be so upside down, so upside down. It's going to be shocking to people. Yeah. And I think there's going to, I do think that there's going to be an attempted invasion. That's why they have the Southern borders open to bring in these militants, to bring in these criminals and they are sleeper cells and they're just sitting quietly. And when they get the word go, they create mayhem everywhere, everywhere where there's not enough first responders and we're all busy trying to stamp out the fires and whatever is going on around us. Um, it's like the Antifa during the George Floyd riots. Do you think that we will that we will have an election? Do you think there will even be a 20- No, I actually don't. Mm-mm. You think it'll go so haywire Mm-mm. right before 2024 they won't even get elected? Look what's happening with Trump. I mean, whether you like Trump or not, I see people cheering <laughs> on that he's got a mugshot. I'm, I'm like, wait, you guys, you time out here. Do you understand? Do you understand what you're rooting for? This is this is uh, third world you- banana republic stuff, and you're rooting for it. Right? The constitutional right to question to question an election? Do you understand this is the stuff that happens in China? This is the stuff that happens in Russia? I mean, I mean-, I mean Not I, even in Russia right now. I mean, this would be Russia's like not, under like Mao or Stalin or something. A hundred percent. No, this is, this is like, this is, you, you don't wish this on either side, any side, because if it happens to, you know, the enemy and you're like, well, well, well it can happen to you. Would you want it to happen to you? Of course you wouldn't. I mean, and you've had people on your side. You've had the Clintons, right? You've had people- question i mean think about the gore think about the little the little chads in florida right we question those those election results nobody got arrested for it it's like it's it's so inverse right it's so it's just everything's been inverted but so it's not you've I, always I, been I more think, on the left I think that, like. uh, you could you sound like you sound like you were, you remind me of Rosa Corey. Were you guys from? No, you know, we weren't. Died? And I have to say it's ironic because I, I am a big admirer of hers and I'm so sorry we lost her. And I, I don't think that she died by accident, that it was cancer, but ironically what's back in, oh, I think it was probably 2009, 10, 11, probably about 2011. She came to speak here in Nevada County. And I was all about sustainability. I was all about resiliency. And she actually, when she came to speak and she had like, you know, 300, 400 people there. Um, and there's a lot of the tea partiers, more Republicans. And, and people always see me as a leftist, but I'm actually always been more of a libertarian, but concerned about the environment. I believe in small government and being a sovereign being and as little interference as possible, but also the seventh yeah. generation. Every decision you make today should serve seven generations from now. So you always think about future generations as your measurement of your decision-making and leadership. But she comes to town and she actually calls me out by name, me and two other people saying, that's who you have to be careful of. It's like, da-da-da-da, and Renette Sanum. Because when she came to town, she said, who's the biggest pusher of sustainability and resiliency? That's who you have to be careful that's of. And the I was weaponization. Like, that's what, exactly what I was trying to get at where it, it, it creates that division because then you look like you're pushing that agenda when actually they hijacked your own words, but 
Right. So, so I always wanted to reach out to her and say, Rosie, Rosa, I'm on your team. I know what United Nations is doing. I've been watching them hijack our language from the get-go. I was watching word after word after word. You're I'm actually like, quite a bit like her, I think. I'm, I'm the mom and pop version, but she didn't know that. And the, the tea partiers didn't know that. The Republicans didn't know that. And and so I was actually called out by her and I, and I was going to actually go. And I couldn't make it that at that event because I was going to, and I would be sitting in the audience and hear her call me out. I would have been like, what? too bad. You, know? you guys would have been good friends, I think. We would have been great friends. And I'm so sorry. She, she We so needed her and she was so spot on and she was early on. And so I always wanted to thank her for her work because I knew exactly what she was talking about. I was what? I was on city council. I was watching it from the inside. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, go babe. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I, I knew what she was talking about and that word never got to her. And now she's That's passed. too bad because I do think you guys would have been great friends and you would have been colleagues because you oh. remind me a lot oh. of her. Yeah. Like well, Tavares from Stop the Crime, I know her. I mean, I, I know a lot of these folks, right? Who've always been more on the fringe and, and they're not so much on the fringe nowadays, but no, I mean, you know, we're, we're far and few between. So when we see each other, you know, we, we get pretty tight knit pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this has been a really great conversation. I really appreciate it. And people need to follow you. I'll have your links up so thank that you. people know where to find you. And we're going to have to have you back at some point. Happy to. There's always lots to talk about. So yes, there thank is you so much for the opportunity. I so appreciate it.